Hey everybody, welcome again to Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life. And hello, Shalina. Hi, Shrek. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Not bad today. So what are we going to talk about today? So today we're going to talk about organizing your important paperwork. So do you mean things like your passport, your contracts, rental agreements, those kind of things? Exactly. Your rental, your title deed if you own properties um, in various countries, mortgage documents, um, car um, documents, health records the important ones but a lot of them are now on apps financial records if you have to submit tax returns so quite a lot of countries like usa canada india you have to submit your tax returns even if you're an expat for the uk for now for now we don't have to unless we own property or taxable um items in the uk your electronic records if it's needed so like you know your manuals on how to use certain electronics but that only if you need it you don't need the manual for an iron and people keep that it's shocking like people will keep the manual for how to use your blender you know those handheld blenders where you just have to press one button it's like and the iron is a big one like why do people have the the manual for the iron and they keep the box as well and i'm like no you don't need the box after you know you want to take it out tv you can understand for some of the things like people keep the iphone boxes and everything and you don't need that after why do you keep your iphone box i only keep the boxes of the devices i'm using currently or are actively used if i've either sold an old device obviously i sell it with the box i give, I give the box away as a part of the. you sell your phone i don't once or twice yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, but then, uh, but if I'm just recycling or whatever, then I recycle the boxes as well. Very good. So, and also personal records. So your birth certificates, marriage certificates, divorce certificates, yeah, wills, you know, military records, baptism, all those kind of documents. So we're going to talk about them today. And then, of course, if you've got pets like I have, there's documents for them as well, which you need. So what would be the first thing we should tackle here? So the first thing I would suggest that you do is find all the documents. So find all the paperwork and go to, say, your dining table. So it's a big table or your desk and get those documents and put them into separate piles. So the things that you don't need anymore. So any, especially financial records, bank statements that are a few years old that you don't need anymore for tax purposes or for any other reason, um, you can put them in the shredding pile. Um, anything that has no personal information can then be put in the recycling pile and anything that needs to be kept you keep the make a separate pile for that once you've done that with the paperwork get the important documents and separate them into the different sections so your health your um, personal documents you know the marriage certificates birth certificates etc um, including passports um, your and um auto records, property records, um, financial records, and then the manuals or for electronics, and also your, your pet documents. So put them into different piles. So there'll be about seven or eight different piles. And then um, make sure they are scanned so you have a digital copy and they're in one file, as you know, in, in a folder for those different elements because you need them saved in case you need it for submitting for um, passports or for visa requirements in the country that you live in. There's various reasons or you need it for school. So have a digital copy of them as well um, saved because a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, and this is something I tell people a lot too now because, well, it's it's also protection, right? So you don't have to carry the actual documents around everywhere you go. But, you know, we live in an age where most people will accept a scanned copy 
or prefer scan copy rather than you go there and then make a copy and then put it away and stuff. But most places will prefer scan copy anyway. So you're, you're just better off having this available to you wherever you go. And if you have them on a cloud, so save them on your Google Drive or your iCloud, one of the cloud or Dropbox, save it on a cloud so you can access it from your phone or from your computer, wherever you are, and you won't lose it. So it's better to have that on the cloud rather than just on your computer or on a hard drive. Yeah, and I will add here as well that especially if they're sensitive documents and stuff. I mean, it's it's super easy today to like add a password to a PDF because I would still recommend, as you said, put it on the cloud somewhere so that you have access to it on all your devices, wherever you are, because these doc- you never know when you need these documents. But at the same time, you know, for the sensitive ones, just apply a simple password protection on a PDF uh, so that even if something were to go wrong, or even, sometimes even if you send it to the wrong person, which ideally you shouldn't send the password and the, and the, then the file together in the same email it anyway. It should be separate, yeah. Uh, so if you accidentally send the file to somebody, they can't accidentally open it or misuse the document. So you have the digital copy, you have the um, hard copy. And then with the hard copies, put them into a file. So there was a, a company that used to make these um, box files with different sections inside. And you put the, in, they had tabs, so you could put one for the home, uh, auto, health, you know, finance, like all of those, you know, the personal documents plus your passport. And it was very light um, to hold. It had a handle on it and it was actually fire resistant. And um, unfortunately, I think the company's gone, but it is a great idea. So if you want to make that, you know, maybe we should start a business doing that. But it was really useful. So I gave that to my parents. So they've, they're using that for all the documents. And it's there in a hidden place in, you know, for them to grab if there is a fire and to run out with all these important documents. So that's what you need to have as protection. So have these documents in one safe place in, say, a box file um, and then put it in, say, a safe, a fire-resistant safe, or in a safe place that you can grab it in case of emergency because they, you know, you will, um, you need to protect those documents because it's very hard to get um, copies of those documents, um, and especially for wills and for all the other certificates as well. So just have somewhere, you know, keep them somewhere safe. Um and like people do put them in filing cabinets, but don't make your filing system too complicated. So when you have a box file with just all your vital documents, that means that you, you know that they're all in one place and it's easy to find. I don't want people to have too many systems and, you know, using different places and too many tabs because it gets too complicated. Yeah, and like, for example, you might want to keep it for record purposes, like your rental agreement from the previous year, but that shouldn't be in your critical file, like for this year, for example. Right? Yeah, exactly. So that, that kind of distinction as well. Yeah. Um, and like with certain things, like, you know, the, the rental ones, yes, every year, every time you move house, remove the old one because you don't need it. But with the property deeds, the title deeds, you need to keep them for life, um, until you sell that, uh, property, but you might need it for a few more years for tax purposes. But these are important. We're talking about the vital documents. So even for your pets, you know, they have an immunization card that is vital. You need to keep that somewhere safe because you need it for, if you get them a passport for travel um, and you need to leave the country or if you change vets even you need to have that with you but if unfortunately your pets have passed away you can then you know get rid of that card unless you want it for memory purposes especially here i mean a lot of us are just expats but just generally people not living in a home country or not even living in a home state for example like they may have moved somewhere else um i don't know i don't know how what the advice would be here but like there are certain documents that i don't keep in my house at all i mean of course these are not documents i need all the time so not my passport for example but certain um, other kinds of documents that 
are important to me, birth certificate and those kind of things. I have a scan copy with me handy, but then the original documents are sitting back home so that I have security that doesn't matter what happens, but nobody's going to come across them. Yes, you can put them safely away um, in a uh, safety deposit box. If you can't get hold of a safety deposit box, you can then put it in um, a box, a security, a fire-resistant box in your house. So that's the alternative. And it's sometimes cheaper because these safety deposit boxes cost money. And also because it's in a different location you have to go to that place um so that's fine whatever is the safest option for you and easiest option for you and your you know next of kin or your loved ones to be able to access it and that's the other thing to bear in mind that you know you need to have um you need to be able to notify next of kin or um somebody important in your life of where these documents are because they'll need it. You know, God forbid anything happens to you, but you need it for probate purposes. You need to submit these documents, you know, your your birth certificates, your death certificates. Sometimes probate goes on for quite a long time as well, for a few years. So you need to have them stored somewhere safe, even the will. The will has to be, of course, stored very safely somewhere. Yeah, this is actually why, like our family, we have a rule, like it's never one person's name. Really? Wow. With bank accounts, it's a bit awkward sometimes. Like you kind of, want to figure it out in a, in a spousal situation it's okay like you kind of you're okay but sometimes with the parents and kids it's a bit tricky right but but at the same time like the reason that rule exists is because if anything happens to anybody at least there is someone can at least access someone can do something to to take whatever action needs to be taken and you don't get stuck filling out forms and waiting weeks before um, you can get access to it so i mean of course you know we're going to talk in another episode about what to do to prepare for in case you do pass away because this is a big issue you know we're dealing with passwords with documents um social media accounts all of that is such a huge minefield now that i think we will need to you know have a, a separate episode just to talk about all of that and how to manage it and prepare yourself and your family and next of kin it's a scary thing to talk about but i think we can talk about that in another episode um so for today what i want you to do in summary is get all your documents get all the paperwork together that you think is all the vital documents or important documents review them Remove the ones that you don't need. They can be shredded if they've got your personal information or put for recycling if it hasn't got any details on it. And then all the vital documents, separate them into the different piles and then fire them away either into box files or into a special file and put it somewhere safe, preferably somewhere with fire resistance um, safe or a security deposit safe or somewhere safe that you can easily take it if there is an emergency and make a digital copy as well. And that's that's my tips for today. Well, that's all we have for you this week. Um, you can find out more about the show by visiting declutterme.com slash podcasts. If you want tips or ideas on how to better declutter your sensitive documents, you can reach Alina at declutterme.com, fill out the contact form and all of social media. Yes. So you can, yeah, we're at declutterme on most of the social media accounts. Super. That's all. I already said that, right? So okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.